Hey everyone, and welcome back to Sadie Spills the Tea. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1. I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we did it. Uh, full transparency, our new logo and music is currently being uploaded, but um, Spotify is having a few issues today for some people around the world. Um, therefore, we're just doing it old school. Uh, promise the next one it'll be up and all the bells and whistles are really cute and tchotchke-y and uh, make us feel legit. So that is what's happening. Um, I need to say happy International Women's Day slash happy International Women's Month to all my gals out there, all my peeps. Um, again, I am sitting here with immense gratitude, um, an immense gratitude of the privileges that I've been afforded in life and to be able to um, be sitting here chit-chatting to you guys don't I don't take that for granted at all um, and I appreciate everyone just being here listening your feedback all your nice words all the things for real really appreciate it so if you're a gal out there I hope that you um, just take some time today take a second for yourself Take a deep breath, get some sunshine, maybe have a glass of wine, put on your show, whatever that looks like for you. Just take a minute for yourself um, and know that you're loved and appreciated. And uh, this is a big month for all women here. Um, I also need to give a huge, huge, huge happy birthday um, to my best friend in the entire world, Kelly Ann Shara. We've been best friends since, um, oh my gosh, 2008, 2009. It's been a minute now, and I love her to death. So happy birthday to Kelly. Also, yes, we are in Pisces season, and I'm sure, like myself, many of you um, feel like the birthdays are just rolling in. I got two really, really important birthdays on the 10th, my dad and Costin, who is the podcast's literal best friend. Everyone knows about him now. And then the birthdays just don't stop. They literally keep trickling in. It feels like until May and there's one almost every week. So just humor me with all of the birthday shout outs. Everyone deserves a little love um, coming their way. So um, hot takes for the day. Honestly, um, I have one that, well, first and foremost, big PSA for everyone. The time changes this weekend. The time is going to change on Saturday evening slash you know sunday morning at two o'clock um this is what we call spring spring forward so we it's 2 20 here currently in a week it'll be 3 20 here currently that's my english way sounding that out so psa time is changing um make sure you check your clock so that you don't wake up this sunday and you're like wait what the hell yes it's time is changing okay my other for real hot take um I'm about to just put these people on blast, and I'm sorry, but I'm also not. So I was at a concert on Sunday night. I know, big whoop-de-doo on a school night. It was for a friend of ours band. It was great. We get to this concert, and it's casual, right? Everyone's kind of shooting the shit. It's not a packed crowd. You can stand wherever the fuck you want. But we get in good positions. We can see our friend play and get the whole gist of the band. These two girls in front of us, you guys, the entire time the band was playing, they were taking selfies of themselves and sending it to their group chat. And I'm not kidding, like selfie after selfie after selfie. Every single one of them had their flash on and they were giggling and did not move their body once to this music. Hear me out. I have no problem if you're not a dancer at a concert. I have a problem when you and your selfie taking is ruining everyone else's concert experience. You guys know concerts are literally the closest thing to heaven for me, actually. It's the most 
it's the best time for me. I feel literally alive listening to live music. And a lot of people do that. I'm bopping around. I'm, you know, singing along. I'm clapping. And these girls were taking their selfies and ruining my experience. So hot take of the day. If you're going to a concert, you let your group chat know ahead of time. You put that shit on silent and you go and rock the fuck out. Okay. If you show up to a concert venue, take your few pics. Totally fine. I fully understand you want to get the moment. You want to record a song that the band's playing. Okay, fine. I'm here for that. You record, you put your phone down. You're not taking selfies on flash for the entire 45 minutes. If you were at the concert and this is you, I don't even feel bad because it was really, really irritating. Okay, that's my hot take. That's my tangent. I swear I will get back on track and you guys can be like, okay, Sadie, shut the fuck up. Those are my hot takes of the day. Okay, let's enter into some sports news. You guys, I have to be honest with you, there has been more sports news that have gone down in the last probably few hours of the day than there has been in what feels like weeks. Um, Two huge deals came through this morning, um, both being the NFL. Um, The first being that Aaron Rodgers signed a four-year extension deal to the Packers for $200 million. As we know, Aaron Rodgers has been literally fucking with us for the last couple of years. Um, it feels like the last couple of off seasons, he's been like, I don't want to play. I want to be traded, trade me. And no other team is actually picking him up because the Packers don't want to release him. Well, he signed $200 million for four more years there. In all honesty, glad this is signed. So Aaron and the team can shut the fuck up. But at the same time, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe we just locked in another four years when Aaron's been doing this dance every single off season. So he's staying there. I'm still a cheese head hater. You guys know how I feel about the Packers. So that was the first deal that came in. And then the second deal that has come in um, is that Wessel Rustbook is going to be traded to the Denver Broncos from the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Broncos don't have a killer quarterback at the moment. Um, and so this trade for Russell Westbrook like helps Denver 1000%. But uh, as someone who lives in Denver, I'm really fucking sick of the Bronco fans. They just are everywhere. And granted, it's literally the only important team aside from the Avalanche that Colorado has. So no one come after me. But it's just like, oh, great. You know, another huge star to the Broncos so that everyone won't shut the fuck up. All the things. The other thing is that Von Miller, apparently he got traded to the Rams. He won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Everyone in Denver is telling me that he is now begging to come back. Bruh, you just won the Super Bowl next to the beach. Okay, are you really trying to get back to Mile High? I don't know, Vaughn. You tell me. But that's what's happening in the NFL world right now. Lots of deals are getting signed. Some selfishly sad news because baseball season, as y'all know, is my favorite season ever. Um, Typically starts in April and you know, the spring training is typically happening and it goes throughout the whole summer and then into the fall and then we have October and it's just epic. Well, unfortunately, it's not looking that great for my baseball fans this year because um, basically the players are part of a union and they are asking for more money from the owners, essentially. And the owners decided that they don't want to sign the new deal that the union and the players want. Um, in fact, there's 50 million dollar discrepancy between the players and the owners as of yesterday when I was watching ESPN. So there's huge discrepancy. Who knows if we're going to get baseball season and if it's going to, you know, be short 
because of the time that we're already creeping into right now. Long story short, if we had signed the deal last week with the owners and the players, if that deal had all gone through, which it didn't, um, we would have been barely on track for opening day, essentially. So now that we're backing into it, now we're weeks out, opening day is not going to happen as we typically would see it. And that's really fucking sad for all my baseball fans out there. So say a prayer to, you know, the owners, I guess. The players aren't asking for that much. Um, without the players, there is no sport, obviously. I know that they're, you know, negotiating basically when they can, their contracts are up and their renewals. And I know there's a lot of fine print in it, but gosh, just looking for some baseball season. So that's what's happening in that world. Um, two more things on sports that I just want to quickly mention here. Uh, March Madness NCAA bracket um, is about to start. Selection Sunday is happening this Sunday, the 13th, the day after the time changes. Um, we'll get all the matchups, brackets open, and then Thursday they lock before uh, the first round. So, yes, we are a week out for March Madness actually happening. You're going to be so goddamn sick of me saying that. And I already apologize. Um, if you work for Wix, DM me and get in on our bracket because it's going to be so fun. But that is very exciting. Um, the other very exciting thing is that our king, Devin Booker, he yesterday decided to come out with not one, but two cover stories of some magazines, one being the Wall Street Journal and the other being the CR Fashion Book, looking so fucking handsome and manly and strong and delicious um, on both covers. And if you would like to read either of those articles, I highly encourage them. Um, basically just about Dev's work ethic, him being a young player, asking a bunch of questions, loving fashion, loving to give back and feeling really good in his life. And I'm like, yeah, because you're also dating my girl and into one of the best families ever. Okay, promise last thing on sports here. Um, there is a new docu-series that's on HBO Max. It's a docu-series, so it's not documentary. Um, it's called Winning the Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Started it last night, and it's with John C. Riley. He is playing Jerry Buss, um, and it's a 10-part series that's coming out every Sunday night. So if you're looking for the next, you know, Michael Jordan five-part doc, well, it's here. It's called Winning the Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, HBO Max, every Sunday. That's my plug for that. Okay, real quick here, um, some pop culture news. First and foremost, last night were the American Country Awards. Um, do I watch that? Not really, but it was streaming on Amazon Prime, which I kind of loved that it was off primetime and you had to have the app. Anyway, um, Kristen Cavallari was running the red carpet for that. Um, she looked good. There was no dresses that I was like, oh my God, yay. Like it's American country words, right? It's not like the Grammys where everyone's falling out, but Kristen Cavallari was the host for red carpet. Um, and it brought to my attention that she stirred a little drama recently because she obviously was married to Jay Cutler. They have had a nasty split. Jay Cutler was spotted out with another local Nashville girl, Jana Kramer, and Kristen didn't like that. So Kristen blocked her on Instagram and the story went viral. And then she's kind of addressing it. And she's like, listen, I didn't need to block her, but I also didn't need to see her on my feed anymore. And just like, I love that so much. I'm all about not necessarily blocking, but a quick unfollow. Like if you don't need to see them on your feed anymore, goodbye. It's your mental health. It's your feed. End of discussion, right? Okay. So that's what's happening there. Um, Movie-wise, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and American America Ferreira just signed on to be in this new biopic, Barbie. How they're making a movie about Barbie, I'm not so sure. Does it make me think like, oh, we haven't had that happen? Yes, we have not had that happen before with live characters and the whole thing. 
I have so many questions. I don't understand how they're going to make this relevant or diverse or inclusive at all, especially when your main stars are Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. So if anyone has any tea on Barbie, um, please let me know, because at the moment, that's not something I'm going to be very interested in. The other thing that everyone's talking about movie-wise is Batman. Um, Robert Pattinson as Batman. Did that blow me out of the water? Absolutely. How is Edward Cullen all of a sudden Batman? I don't know. Zoe Kravitz, she's the other name in everyone's mouth, looking so fucking stunning on every red carpet for Batman for the last couple of weeks, actually a couple of months worth of promotions. Yes, she's still with Channing Tatum. They actually were spotted out last weekend, out to dinner. They went in the back door holding hands. Love that for them. Here's the issue I have with Batman. The movie is three hours long. Um, my attention span is really like a 75 minute movie, let alone three hours. So we will not be participating in that. Does it look chic? Yes. Will we reconsider maybe when it's on Blu-ray DVD and I can watch it from my house? Absolutely. But for now, someone go to Batman and let me know how it is. Okay. Um, more TV-ish news. Um, Lindsay Lohan is getting a new deal with Netflix. Yes, we have not heard her name in a fucking minute since that weird show that came out about like Lindsay Lohan in Dubai that was a reality show that came out, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago and was like so beyond cringy. Anyway, Lilo um, apparently signed a new deal with Netflix where she is going to be starring in two Netflix originals um, in the next couple of years. She signed the contract and she's going to be hitting our big screens. That's going to be very interesting. Have not seen her in anything for a minute did just watch Mean Girls the other night, and God, iconic movie, and she just really doesn't get enough credit for Mean Girls, honestly, Parent Trap too, right, Lindsay Lohan, like, OGs know, and like, the millennials, like, we grew up with her, she is, she was a beast, so, gonna be interesting to see what Netflix is doing with Lilo, but she's back um, in action. Okay, some relationship news real quick um, is that Sydney Sweeney, who is the star of Euphoria and White Lotus, and apparently she was in Handmaid's Tale, which we know I never dabbled in. She's the blonde. She plays Cassie in Euphoria. Um, she's getting engaged. She just got engaged to Jonathan Devino. Uh, the two of them have been together since 2018. They've been off and on red carpets, but other than that, it's a pretty low-key relationship. Um, Sydney Sweeney, though, is like the talk of the town. Literally everyone's talking about her. Not only did she just debut a red hairstyle like Kendall Jenner did for Fashion Week um, on her Instagram, but apparently she also fixes up cars. She has like a raging TikTok of her just being a boss in the shop essentially um, and literally taking apart things, fixing things like with her cute little pigtails and her greasy ass shirt. She is just one of those gals who has so many things, so many talents up her sleeve that will just continue to unpack and unfold. Um, so she's engaged and we're wishing her all the well, all the best because she's really just being a boss in the TV world these days. Okay, other relationship situation here is there's a big, big, big rumor um, that Sean White and Nina Dobrev are engaged. Sean White failed to win his last gold medal. That wasn't supposed to be an NBC dig at all. That's just a fact. He then flew out to LA and he and Nina Dobrev attended the Super Bowl like literally a day or maybe even just a few hours after the Olympics. Um, the two of them have been dating for at least three years now. They have a house together and it's just like the next step in their relationship. Everyone's expecting it to happen. There's been these rumors like that she was spotted at the ring and then I just literally before I started this saw a picture and didn't see the ring and I was zooming in and you know doing all the troll things. So they potentially are engaged or it's coming soon and you heard it here first. So that's a tea on that. 
Okay, uh, Paris Fashion Week update here is that uh, my queen, Gigi Hadid, um, walked in literally more shows than I could count. Um, actually, her sister Bella walked in almost every show of London, Milan, and Paris Fashion Week. Um, but Gigi came out on her Instagram yesterday after saying thank you to all the designers and all the brands and all of the people that put in so much work for Fashion Week and just fully addressed how fucking weird it is and how insensitive and how numbing um it is for fashion week to be going on for herself as a model to be displaying these clothes to act as if fashion is even relevant um when there's so much happening in the world right it was a really in my opinion um important thing to read um all of us are just trying to show compassion and go about our day-to-day without you know feeling ungrateful and without you know taking a minute to tell everyone that they love them and the little things, right? And for Gigi to go ahead and say, listen, I'm saying what everyone's thinking. It's uncomfortable. There's no time for fashion right now. It's been a few weeks. You know, we're all trying to continue living our lives, but it's really fucking hard when the world is in such a terrible place. Moral of this is that Gigi is donating all of her earnings to um, people in Ukraine, which is just iconic. We love to see people in the industry using their platform um, for the best. So that's what Gigi's doing and just love to see that she announced that after Paris Fashion Week has just ended. Um, the other drama that's happening in, with Paris Fashion Week, don't ask why it's all happening in Paris. Like, I mean, a lot of it happened, there's drama that happened in other locations. Uh, Paris is just where it typically wraps up and this is where all the tea is. Um, I could move this to the Kardashian section, but I'm too eager to talk about it. Uh, there's a video that surfaced of Kendall Jenner um, out to dinner last week. She's with Lucas Sabat, she's with Jacob Elordi, and she's with Eunice Bashmina. Yes, those are all names of people, of men who are out and about doing their thing. Lucas, of course, has been a friend of the family forever. Jacob Elordi is in Euphoria. He also was the latest linked to Kaya Gerber, and then they just broke up, and now he's with Olivia Jane. He's like, you know, the it guy right now. Um, and then Eunice, obviously Courtney Kardashian's ex-boyfriend. So in the video, someone was like, I'm going to take a picture. Kendall like moves out of the way so that someone else can take the picture. And the way that Kendall moved, it looked like she and Jacob were maybe canoodling. Just so we're fucking clear, anyone who's listening to this podcast on Sadie Spills the Tea, we are Devin Booker stands. Okay? If you're going to come over here and you're going to tell me that you like Kendall and Jacob Elordi, this is your fair warning to hang up this podcast and don't come back. We are Kendall Jenner. Devin Booker stands. Okay? Cool. So, for anyone that believed that this video was true, have fun with that. Obviously, it's not true. Obviously, we know Kenny and Dev are doing great. We know that, unfortunately, Devin potentially has COVID right now. He's under health and safety protocols. And Kenny is not over there in Paris, sluting it up with Jacob Elordi. Okay? Kenny is a girl, a, a guy's gal. She's out with the boys. She's always hanging. Stassi was there too. There's plenty of other people. And I'm just so annoyed with the rumors that Kenny was doing anything other than just like out to lunch with her friends, out to dinner. Okay. She's not cheating on Devin is the moral of that motherfucking story. Cool. Okay. Let's move on to TV takes before I get hot about Kendall and Devin. I finished Love is Blind 2. When I say finished, I was caught up, but the reunion just happened and boom. Fuck shake. End of discussion. The reunion was fuck shake. And I hope everyone else has a very lovely life. Um, big takeaways. Again, 
besides we fucking hate Shake, he is a horrible person, um, is that Deep T made the best decision of her life by not marrying Shake. And then it came out that Kyle, who chose Shayna, who ultimately found out that Shayna never wanted him, which was really sad to watch. Kyle said, my biggest regret in this entire process is not reaching out and getting to getting to know Deep T more. Love that so much. She's beaming. She won the entire show, the entire reunion. And now people are wondering if Kyle and Deep T are together IRL. Um, I've seen a few pictures. I've seen a few things that they're out and about. Some people are saying it's just friendly. It could be more. Love to see that. I love a little intermingle of Love is Blind, TBD. I'm sure the media will be all over that if they actually do come out and start dating. But Love is Blind 2, fabulous season. Okay, uh, Pam and Tommy on Hulu. That show that is just, you know, the show that keeps on giving. Um, it's on Hulu. I just caught up. I think there actually is a new episode tonight, and I believe there's only like seven episodes out there. Um, it's pretty good. Again, I, I keep saying it's the Seth Rogen show. Uh, Costin and I were discussing the last few episodes, really put the nail in the coffin and are like really tying it all up in a bow pretty nicely. Um, just from, you know, episode one all the way to where we are now. I'm like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense. And I'm learning a lot of different things um, just like about their relationship in general. The big thing here is that a lot of people have been saying, Hulu obviously released this, you know, first episode a month ago, at least now. And no one's heard from Pamela Anderson. She didn't give their, she didn't give her credit to want to do this. She didn't say, yes, you can use me. She has just been silent about the entire production. Well, the other day she went to Instagram and she posted a handwritten note with Netflix on the very top, like almost like Netflix legal paper. That was basically something along the lines of, I lived a great life and the portrayal is not true. My version is coming soon. If I butchered that, sorry, that was how I interpreted it. She posted it, her son posted it, and it's making everyone think that she's about to release or partner up with Netflix and tell her version of the story rather than this Hulu version of the story. I'm fucking here for the drama. I'm here for the tea. Again, Lily James is doing a phenomenal job, but cannot wait to see what her Netflix version is going to be like. So that's what's happening there. Um... Other things I watched over the weekend was the movie Family Squares. It was just one on the TV that we could rent. Um, it was about a family who lost their grandmother in quarantine, in COVID. Um, and it's the story of them trying to plan the funeral via Zoom and just get together and make decisions over Zoom. It's honestly really fucking relatable. Um, and it has like a mishmash of random people that you're like, oh my God, I don't know what movie you're in, but I've definitely seen you there before. So that was a good movie. Um, and the other thing I watched was the WeWork documentary. I know you're like saying, oh my God, that came out literally five years ago. Well, transparently I work in a WeWork and I didn't want to have to do that to myself. Um, I did and I regret it. I do regret watching it because I am sitting here currently just thinking of all the things that I saw in the doc. You know what I mean? If you watched it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We have the same fucking mugs. They have the same everything. And it's just making my head spin a little. So that is what I um, watched over the weekend, aside from, you know, some college basketball and all that good stuff. Um, Summer House is on last night. As you know, it's Tuesday, which means yay for me. I have, you know, 40 minutes of heaven waiting for me after I finish work today. Um, I honestly did not watch part two of the Salt Lake City reunion, um, transparently, because part one made me really anxious. And I don't know if I want to put myself through a lot of just women screaming at each other and pointing fingers. And I don't know, that's that's for, you know, a certain place that you're in, I guess. That's when you watch that. So that's that. Orange County this week was really great. Again, Heather Dubrow is queen. 
loving all those things. Um, and that's about that. Uh, Portugal the Man has a great new song that came out. It's called What Me Worry. Um, they're going on tour with Alt J, which I will be at because that's my family's freaking jam. Um, Dua Lipa and Meg the Stallion are about to release a new song. It's like they knew Costa and I were coming to see them next week and they're literally going to perform it live for us. So, so excited about that. What else is happening? Uh, Justin Bieber, his tour looks firing. I know he was in LA last night. I know he's coming to Denver next week. Um, and it looks great. I looked up the set list for a friend of mine going, shout out to Tessa, and it looks great. So if you're going to see Justin Bieber, um, please let me know. Also, I had, now that I'm just tangenting here, I had an incredible Uber ride the other day, Lyft, my apologies. I had an incredible Lyft ride the other day, and my driver let me know that Swedish House Mafia is back, and they have a new song with Sting. Songs, A, really fucking good, but Swedish House Mafia is going back on tour, and my mind was blown because, like my driver said, the chills that will come if you heard Don't You Worry Child live like, I get chills just thinking about that. So if you're like, oh my God, Sadie, you're off your rocker just talking about these concerts. I'm so sorry, but boy, concert season is literally picking up and I'm so fucking excited. That is a sweet spot for me. Okay, now that I've rambled about TV and music, lastly up is our Kardashian news for anyone that's still here. First and foremost, our girl Kimmy is now officially legally single. She put in the paperwork, obviously, for the divorce. Kanye is not signing the divorce papers. He's literally pushing back on everything you fucking could imagine but she also put in the papers to be legally single to be like i am not a married woman anymore i am single and boom those are passed kimmy is legally single and mingling and i potentially am thinking that she feels great that she's legally single and is like and my boyfriend pete davidson um and i are are doing big things and we're really happy over here so very happy for her she took west out of her instagram bio as we know she kkw beauty kkw fragrances that all of those things are going through a full rebrand right now so tbd on if we're getting kkw on the end kk doesn't sound as good kk dub is just a thing um so happy for her. In addition to just like dressing so casually, I've seen multiple days, multiple pics of her and leggings and converse and leggings and dance. And I'm just like, now Kimmy, you're being a down ass bitch like the rest of us, you know? Welcome to Southern California living. Welcome to being just chill and not having your heels on all the time. Which leads me to that whole look that she did uh, at Paris Fashion Week for Balenciaga. I'm sure everyone saw that. Literally, she's in just like the typical black stretchy outfit that looks like a morph suit, if anyone remembers those. And the entire Balenciaga team literally took a roll of Balenciaga caution tape and rolled her up in it. And that yellow outfit that you see where she's head to toe in Balenciaga tape, that's literally tape. Um the video that I'm sure so many people have seen. In fact, I'll post it on my Instagram after this of her like trying to walk in the tape. She's a full robot. She cannot walk in this tape. And that's one of the things that we fucking love about Kim. She commits. No one commits harder than Kim. Like if she's in it, she's fucking in it. Hello, the Met Gala. Couldn't see, couldn't breathe basically. The whole face thing. Oh, I could go on about how much she's a queen for days, but that is what's happening in the Kim front. Um, the other thing that's just like horrifying that's happening right now, um, Kanye had a music video released last week, like literally seconds after I released the last podcast um, for his new song called Easy, where he is literally beating, burying, sorry, not beating, he is burying Pete Davidson alive, or as he calls Skeet. Um, and it's like this image of him literally burying 
Pete Davidson's face alive or a caricature that looks like him. And it's like, holy fucking shit, Kanye. And of course, he's come out a hundred times since then and been like, what? Art is my therapy. It's nothing. Don't read. Don't read into this stuff. It's all okay. You know, like, take care of Ski. Like, if he's making my wife happy, yes, still referring to Kim as his wife. And that's all another thing in itself. So he is off his rocker. He is also with Chaney Jones, who is Kim's literal lookalike, and he's bringing poor Chaney everywhere he goes. Um, so he has a plus one and like a doll to like kind of do anything with type of thing. Um, the other thing is that he is releasing, he released this poster that's called Divorce. Divorce sucks. Divorce is the worst. Just going off and off and off about how divorce feels. Well, just so we're all clear, again, they're not officially divorced. He is just bringing the media and trying to create this narrative of poor me, honestly, when we know Kim's not doing shit. She's just trying to live her life off the radar, low-key, with Pete, make sure her kids are taken care of, and Kanye could just chill the fuck out. So, yes, I did watch part three of Genius, the trilogy, and that one was interesting. It was fast-forwarded a lot. We didn't really get to address the Taylor thing. We barely addressed him marrying Kim. It was a lot of footage, um, you know, of him off and on in the last couple of years, him running for president and him going on tangents. And it was it was heavy, I'd say that. Um, did not address the things that I was particularly invested in. I am laughing at myself for thinking that it was going to address what I wanted it to, but it was his version of the story. And I bet that there'll be a whole nother round of things that come out after this trilogy. So that's what's happening in the Kardashian front um, for this week. So. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode one of season two. I can't believe we're here. Um, comments, questions, feedback, suggestions, it's all freaking welcome. I hope you guys have a very fabulous rest of your week and happy International Women's Day to all y'all and happy birthday to my girl Kelly and Costin.